Well, hi, hello, greetings and salutations. Welcome back to Miss Blackmore's space. I am in a completely different reality than I was not even a few months ago. I've traveled. I'm dating someone who is incredible. Um, to which I've shared this person on my social medias and over time I've learned the importance of privacy and discretion, but I feel comfortable with this person to integrate my work with this person. And for a while now, I've been very guarded of my work the other reason I still haven't published The Black Dragon Princess all the way through. Um, I've written book one and two of the rough drafts, but I have not written book three or four. I have a general idea of book three, um, which is the other reason I don't really need to write it down. Um, I'll figure that out once I pants the story the first time. <laughs> um, I'll pretty much know what I want to say at that point and what the theme is for that one. Um, which is the other reason it takes me so goddamn long to publish anything. Like, I have to know the theme of my story. Otherwise, if I don't, then it just turns into a clusterfuck. And then it just doesn't even make sense. And for me, it is quite literally exhausting to focus on all of that as I'm writing. And not to say that I self-edit, but I've gotten into the habit where if I'm typing something, I will delete like the words, go back, put the comma there, and then continue to write. But I've learned to do it so fast where it's like I'm not even really thinking about it. Like I've learned to put punctuation marks and all that shit as I'm typing. But that's because I've practiced writing every day for two years and would have writing sprints with myself. So people really think that I'm talented. And while I am truly grateful and appreciative of those people that think of me that way, it's because I put in the work. Like it wasn't because I was just like, oh yeah, sure. Like I'm going to learn how to write. No, like I posted something that I wrote in a Facebook group and I got to tell you, they tore me to fucking shreds. It was awful. It was a terrible experience, but I'll tell you what I did or how I responded rather. I went down each comment, even the really like hurtful, disrespectful ones, the ones that were just like, you should just quit writing now. Like, you have no business writing whatsoever. Like, it's fucking garbage. Like, I, I had so many comments that were along the lines of those. And I just went through each of those comments and I said, thank you for your feedback. I appreciate your time. And the reason I say that is because, yeah, okay, they may have been cussing me out for whatever reason, but... At the end of the day, they still stopped to read something that I wrote. And that was my motive anyway. That was my motive to begin with, regardless of whether they gave me helpful feedback or not. 
And I'll tell you the beauty of that moment. I actually had someone, God bless this woman. Fuck, I love Lori. Like, oh my God. Like, I can't wait to talk to her again. But that was how I ended up meeting her because she was like, she was the one that stuck up for me where she was just like, fuck all of you people. Like, do y'all see like how she's like behaving, how she's going down the line? Like, fuck all of you people. Like, this bitch is amazing. Like, that's pretty much the gist of like what happened. Granted, I'm summarizing it, but like that's that's a, you know, BS rough summary. But you get what I mean. Like, she stuck up for me in the thread and... At that point, you know, we exchanged phone numbers and we talked and, you know, we ended up bouncing ideas off of each other. And it was an amazing experience. I am, again, grateful for meeting this person and congrats on making New York Times bestseller. I think that is absolutely fucking amazing. If you guys want to check out her work, um, it is by E.R. White and that's spelled W-H-Y-T-E. Um, E.R. White. I mean, I absolutely love her work. I read her newsletters every time that she sends them. And I'm just, I'm shocked at how much I've even noticed her own growth in her work. So just fucking bravo, sis. I'm, I'm so grateful, like, for that interaction. I really am. And that's what I mean when I say, like, I've had really dope experiences in this journey, and TBH, it's the other reason I feel like I'm just getting started. Like, I'll put it to you this way. Like, I feel like this is just the beginning. Like, I don't feel like I've done enough. And listen, I'm not saying that I haven't. Believe you, I listen, I know that I've done enough. I, I wholeheartedly know that I have. But I'm not satisfied with that. I got to be honest, I just, I'm not, like, I just want more. I have to do more. I want to do more. I have to make other people's dreams come true. I realized this when I went to the Awaken event in Austin, Texas, which was life-changing, by the way. Fucking life-changing. I, listen, I would advertise the hell out of that uh, fucking event, like, real, real shit, And to those of you that are probably like, oh, it's a cult. Listen, you're absolutely right. It is. But I got to be honest with you guys. Listen, listen here. The meditation in the... All right. The reason I'm saying that it'll probably sound like a cult is because of the chanting and the meditation and breathwork and stuff. Like, I could see that being really weird to somebody else. But listen, follow with me. That shit is what is needed. Okay? Like, that was some shit that I actually needed. I became so in tune with myself and all the shit that I was carrying with me throughout life, all the bullshit trauma, all the slurs, all the shit that I had been called, the way I allowed people to treat me. Like, man, when I tell you all that shit came up and I just cried that motherfucker out and I screamed to the top of my lungs, it was incredible. Like, I allowed my... I allowed the part of me that had been really hurt to expel that and no longer carry it with me. And we did a lot of really cool exercises that helped in this process that allowed me to like change my perspective on a lot of things, both about myself and other people in general. It's the other reason I'm better learning patience and it's getting better 
to practice that in my interpersonal relationships, if I'm being completely honest. So I, like I said, I would market the hell out of this fucking uh, event. It's by Danny Morell. It's called Awaken. Make sure to check out his website, dannymorell.com. Like, I, I need, I need y'all to understand this experience was life-changing for me. And I was finally able to heal the, the hidden broken parts of myself. Not even, like, the obvious shit. This was the hidden broken parts of myself. And I couldn't be any more grateful. So, like, that's an event I would definitely go to again. And absolutely, I definitely have to go back to Austin. And listen, I got to be honest with y'all. When I was in Austin, I I started saying, like, why the fuck is everyone here so pretty? Like, I was so confused. I was like, yo, everybody here is so pretty. Why is that? Like, listen, you came to an event to, like, cry and look ugly. Like, I got to, again. Being dead ass with y'all, I felt like I looked like a whole ass gremlin. Like, in comparison, I did. I felt like I looked like a gremlin. That shit was not okay. But you know what? I got to a point where I was just like, fuck it. I'm here to, like, genuinely heal my shit anyway. Because I knew I had reached a plateau. I did. Like, I knew I'd reached a plateau in my healing journey. So when I was learning these different breathwork techniques and meditation techniques, it became integral it it just became again it was exactly what I needed so that is a spot I would love to go back to again just to like have some fun basically and listen y'all when I got to the motherfucking scooters bruh listen (laughs) listen here my guy (laughs) when I got to the fucking scooters I was excited than a motherfucker. I was just like, man, I hopped on that scooter so quick. By the time that I like got my balance and shit, here goes my dorky ass. I was like, you know what? I could practice modeling on this goddamn scooter. And I promise you, my hand to God, I was like driving this goddamn scooter. Uh, scooter and kicking my leg up like I was a fucking ballerina or some shit and I had them people look at me like this goofy bitch right here and I'm like I don't give a fuck (laughs) shit was awesome bro it was amazing it was such a dope experience and listen like shout out to my homegirl April like you're my fucking twin okay That shit was, like, weird and amazing at the same time. Like I said, I also met really dope people. And by the by, I finally got to meet, like, my spirit twin. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) this bitch just makes me so happy. And I'm just at peace with life. (laughs) Like, I, I love, I love and adore this person. Fucking Diana Bishop. Also, please get her book. Um, I believe it's called The Gospel of... Yeah, the gospel of a witch. There it is. I my my apologies. The gospel of a witch. Um, that's also on Amazon by Diana Bishop. Please make sure you check that out. Like this is my bitch. This is my homegirl. I'm just like, <laughs> I love you. I just I I love this woman to death. I always will. Even if we don't speak that much, like the minute I hear her voice, I'm just like, oh, yay! I missed you. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Like, and again, there, there's so many people's works that I also have to read. Like, that's another thing that I have to catch up on. Like, and then honestly, the rest that's been going on is shifting my reality. Um, it is moving very rapidly and listen, I'm not, I'm not mad at the pace or anything. I just have to be honest. There's a part of me that's like, Hey, yo, wait, this is moving just a little too quick, but I'm happy. Like it's peaceful. Finally, that was all I ever fucking wanted. Freedom and peace. That was it. And experiences to tell stories. That's it. Life experiences to tell stories. Wherever the hell that may take me, which is the other reason, like, going to Ohio made me really understand the context of, you know, again, one of my other friend's books. I know I'm going to plug his shit into, but listen, y'all, I need you to understand. These are people that have genuinely helped me with a lot of the shit that I have done in growth to my work and my projects. And like these, like they're my homies for real. So that's also the other reason like I'm plugging their shit. So I believe it's the writer Daigle, um, you know, feel free to follow, uh, follow him on Twitter. Um, and make sure you check out his work called bingo. Like I got to tell y'all, like I was looking at some of the advertisements on Twitter and shit. And again, I knew that it was just like, Oh, like redneck hickish kind of thing. And like by the time, again, I know that sounds racist. And again, I apologize, but my brain just couldn't think of any other word. I'm not, I'm not like that. But again, y'all understand what I mean. But like, I was looking at a lot of those advertisements and (laughs) I promise you, by the time that I got to Ohio to meet this person, I was like, hey, yo, that shit makes so much sense. Which by the way, again, person also has a bookstore um again make sure you check out their bookstore they have all that information um on their twitter and shit so just go on uh, follow them there again i'm going to be plugging in like most of like my friend's work in this episode um again make sure you check out lr evans i've read this person's work lucid and i gotta tell you like even though i didn't make it like very far i still for whatever reason, I'm just like, hey, yo, can you give this nigga Julian a break? <laughs> like, he's not catching no slack at all. And I'm just like, why? Why are you doing this to your characters? Like, they probably fucking hate you. <laughs> so, yeah, please go check out L.R. Evans' work. It's called Lucid. Again, amazing, amazing work. I... I could really learn from this person about setting because their writing style is different from mine. And I just mean that in the they use words and kind of organize them. That's much more cleaner than mine. Put it that way. Like it just feels more wholesome. Like I can tell you, I write like a screenplay writer. Not even finna hold you. Not even finna bullshit you. I do. I write like a screenplay writer. But it's because I know that I write like a screenplay writer, this person writes like they write books. Again, that doesn't make sense, but follow with me. (laughs) Like, because this person writes like that, 
the way that they do their setting and world building, it just feels so real. It feels so immersive. And that's the other reason I'm just like, I could learn from this person. I really can. Like, hell, I can learn something from each of my friends' works. Um, I also have a project that I've done with another writer. Um, I'm not going to shout that out just yet because I think that they're going to do like their own promo and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm also really excited about that. Um, Sean Michael, you know, make sure to check out his work, which I believe is like, uh, poetry. Paul J. Sisler II, you know, make sure to check out, uh, his book, The Red Herring Effect. I mean, like I said, I've come across so many amazing people in this journey that I would have a super long list of people that have helped me grow on this journey and like... I gotta be honest with you, like, that's the shit that I can't forget, like, that's the stuff that I'm just, like, yeah, like, I I got shit to do, I do, I, I have shit to do, I have people to see, and I'll be honest with you guys, that's the other reason I'm taking this time for me to really, truly heal myself, and let go of all the shit from the past, so then that way I can step into all that I know that I am. Again, that might not make a lot of sense, but... This is someone that I know that I am. Something I've always meant to be. Someone I've always meant to be. Hell, I've seen this person, not even in my dreams, but in my visions as a child. Like, I would close my eyes and I would, I would see exactly what it was that I was seeing clear as fucking day. And because I've seen it, like, that, and I remember that feeling, that sensation that I got in my chest. And it's like, I have been chasing that shit my entire life. So yeah, like this is the person I've always been. So for me, it is important that I take this time to heal. It is important that I take this time to manifest. It is important that I take this time to fall into my feminine energy and find safety in that. You know, everything happens for a reason. I believe in that reason. And... Again, I really mean it when I say it that I couldn't have made it this far without any of you. Again, I know it gets to a point where it's like, you know, most celebrities, they say that shit. And then after a while, it just gets to be disingenuous because it's almost like you see the numbers grow. And then because you see the numbers grow that for whatever reason, like it's no longer genuine. And that's not true. I want you to know that that's not true. Not at all. Again, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, it's not. Because I can't not remember a time where I wasn't in that space, where I'm not able to connect with myself when I was in that space. And it's because I'm able to connect with that part of myself in this space when I was there that I'm grateful. That I am, for the most part, thankful as best as I can be. I'm not saying that I don't fuck up. I do. But for the most part, yeah, I'm grateful. I have a lot to be grateful for. I have you to be grateful for. I wouldn't have kept pressing on otherwise. And yeah, this also goes to the people that treated me like shit. This goes to the people that bullied me. This goes to the people that said awful shit about me. I appreciate you because I was able to grow as a person so to the people that hurt me, it forced me to have to choose myself. So thank you for that. 
because I never understood the importance of choosing myself. I know some of you may think that I'm toxic positive, and you're probably right. To you, I am, and that's okay. But I want you to understand that this is what I worked for. I earned what I have. This isn't something that I just woke up with and was just like the shit happened overnight. No, I gave myself space to cry. I gave myself space to really feel my emotions. I had to give myself that space because I could not be okay. There were other people relying on me and that was something that I knew. I didn't have a choice. So yeah, I gave myself space to cry as best as I possibly could. To literally feel all of my emotions. So I'm not afraid of them. It's okay. It is. It's okay. You have to know that you're safe. It doesn't feel like it, but you are. And if you're not, create that space for yourself. Take that minute or so. Deep breath. Three to five seconds, whichever feels comfortable. Let it go. I promise you guys, breath work has been amazing for me. It has helped me stay centered throughout the course of my day. And it helps me reset my thoughts and come back to center. I mean, let's be honest. Life is a bitch. It absolutely is. Life is a bitch. But it's how you choose to respond to it. You can either react or respond. And I choose to respond. I do. I I choose to respond. Because... I appreciate the ability to, if not remain in control, at least be aware. Because I've practiced it for so long. That shit's a skill. Means I had to really go there with myself. Means I really had to tell myself the truth. I had to ask myself really hard fucking questions. An example would be, am I selfish? Am I a selfish person? Does my actions to other people come off as selfish? I didn't like the answer, but I was honest with myself. And because I didn't like the answer and I was honest with myself, I chose a different narrative. I said, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be that way anymore. Once it came to my awareness, I made a choice. If something doesn't come to your awareness, it's not a choice. Therefore, most of us live in apathy because that's comfortable. It's safe. And that's okay. I'm not judging anymore. I'm really not because I understand the need to be in that space. The desire to stay in what is safe. I'm not judging you. Not at all. Because I also understand that this road is not for everybody and that it is extremely painful and not everyone can handle that. And that's okay. I still appreciate you nonetheless, because at the end of the day, even those that don't choose this path still serve a purpose. So nothing and no one could ever be what's the word? 
like like no one could ever really not have a purpose not really because like even that person that you walk by even if you snapped at them or said something negative or mean or rude guess what now that person has two choices to either react or respond now you gave that person an opportunity to grow as a person if they choose to and if they don't the cycle continues and it's okay everyone and everything serves a purpose and really everything is for the purposes of growth and involvement and if those aren't willing to level up that's okay just don't be upset at the people that were willing to do the work and that are finally getting the recognition that they've earned You can be upset at it. I mean, you can be. But it's okay. Like I said, everyone serves a purpose. I've already chosen mine. And like I said, I feel like I'm just getting started. So really... Thank you. I appreciate all of you. I really do. Well, this is the part in the episode where I remind you to follow the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, I, again, really appreciate your views and likes, uh, please feel free to comment uh, if you like this episode or if you'd like more of this content. Um, again, also, don't forget to check out, you know, both, you know, my work and all of my friends' work that I'll put down in the show notes below. Um, yeah, I mean, just let's just keep supporting. Let's just keep building and let's grow together. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. And um, I'm outie, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm outie. <laughs>